I love coffee, I love coffee. I love coffee and coffee loves me too. Hey friends, welcome to Sipping on the Sabbath. I'm Father Alan. Get yourself a coffee and your Bible. It is ordinary time, but with God, is anything really ordinary? Imitation is the highest form of flattery. And every time we gather together as brothers and sisters in the name of Jesus and celebrate Mass, we are indeed imitating the words and the actions of John the Baptist. Our Gospel today from John says to us that John the Baptist saw Jesus coming towards him and declared, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And again, when we gather together as brothers and sisters in the Lord for the celebration of the Eucharist, we make his words our own. And these words, when said from a place of sincerity and generosity, really for us provide a response, a gift, and a healing. So there you go. We're going to look at three different ways in which the words of John the Baptist, when made our own, will benefit us in the spiritual life. But first, a little background. Actually, first, some coffee. Okay, so a little bit of background here. The first time that St. John the Baptist pointed out Jesus was while he, John the Baptist, was still in his mother's womb. Luke records that at the sound of Mary's voice, Elizabeth says, the child in her womb leapt for joy. And in each of the three synoptic gospels, there is the baptism of Jesus by St. John the Baptist. And I just wonder that on that occasion and other occasions, when Jesus and John the Baptist met with each other, did John the Baptist leap for joy? Maybe not physically, but certainly on a spiritual level. He leapt for joy at the voice of Jesus. He leapt for joy at the ministry of Jesus. He leapt for joy at the reality of Jesus. Do we ourselves leap for joy? Is there a certain excitement? Is there a certain spark or generosity in our spirit, knowing that the Lord Jesus does desire to know us? He sees us. He, he loves us. More about that in a moment. But in the interim, we can look at three Old Testament references that the people themselves, when they heard John the Baptist declare today, Behold the Lamb of God, they would have remembered these Old Testament references dealing with the Lamb of, of God. The first is from the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 12. This is the direction that God himself gave to his people, that you are to gather together as a family, take an unblemished lamb, slaughter it, roast it, eat it. And this is to be a remembrance of the time that the Lord, when he passed over the land of Egypt, did so desiring to lead his people to freedom. The Lord Jesus desires to lead us to freedom. Have I experienced that freedom? Am I desiring that freedom? The Lord Jesus wants to take us 
from a place or a land of slavery to a place of freedom because he is our friend. Whatever the Lord is directing us to do, it is ultimately for our good. Do I believe that? Do I trust in that? You see, when I know that Jesus is my friend, everything changes. And I'm that much more willing to cooperate with God's will in my life because I know that it is asked of me for my good. Here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. That's the response to our psalm at Mass here today. We pray for that continued growth in generosity that we may be able to embrace, to accept, to live out God's will in our life, knowing that he is always there with us in the midst of it. The second reference that the Old Testament speaks of and the people who heard John the Baptist declare, Behold, the Lamb of God is in the prophet Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 53. Here we have the, the song of the suffering servant who himself, like a lamb, led to the slaughter, did not speak, but he bore in silence the guilt of all of us. Jesus took upon his shoulders the sins of the world, your sins and mine, and he freely chose to die in our place. He paid the price. Jesus came to pay a debt he did not owe because we owed a debt we could not pay. And thirdly, there's the reference in Genesis chapter 22. This is the story of Isaac and Abraham. Isaac says to his father Abraham, where is the sacrifice? And Abraham says to Isaac, don't worry, the Lord will provide. And I think in hindsight, Isaac is grateful that it wasn't him after all that the Lord uh, did provide the, the sacrifice for the atonement of, of sin. So the people listening to John the Baptist would have been aware of this. He wasn't speaking something that was completely foreign to them. Now, at Mass, again, we imitate the words of St. John the Baptist. The Gospel tells us today John the Baptist saw Jesus coming towards him. And Jesus comes toward each of us at every Mass. When we gather together as his brothers and sisters, we celebrate the Eucharist, we hear the word, we receive his body and his blood, and we can imitate St. John the Baptist with our own words in the communion rite specifically. We say, or we sing, Lamb of God, you takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. And this is followed immediately by two actions of the priest. First, there is the fraction rite, where the sacred host is broken. And Jesus himself, only when he is broken, is he then lifted up. And that's the second action that the priest does. Behold, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. And so, we say 
Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, grant us peace. And the answer is immediate. Behold, behold the Lamb of God. And so in imitation of the words of St. John the Baptist, it comes with a response, a quickly answered prayer. Behold, ask and you shall see. Behold the Lamb of God who has heard our cry. Have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. Grant us peace. And this imitation also comes with the offering of a gift. What did St. Paul talk about in our second reading today? Grace to you and peace from God our Father. And we say, again, as part of the immediate prayers in preparation for the reception of Jesus in Holy Communion, grant us peace. A grant is an unmerited gift. It comes from the, the generosity of God's own heart. Grant us peace. I cannot create peace. I cannot overcome myself. I cannot save myself. And so I ask for this grant, this free offering that the Lord offers to us. That is not, it doesn't need to be paid back. It is just given time and time and time again. And when we open our hearts to receive this offering, this grant, this gift, it is then that we can genuinely experience peace and serenity in our life, even though, even though all around us there might be turmoil, there might be confusion, there might be difficulties, but yet in the midst of all that, I can still experience peace because I have asked the Lord, who himself is the Lamb of God, takes away the sins of the world for his peace, and he has granted it to me. So there is the response, there is the gift, and finally there is the healing. Before we then receive Jesus in Holy Communion, we say, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. That is not a time, and I've said this before, to look down. That is a time instead to look up, to look up at he who has indeed paid the price, to look up and receive his healing into our life. And when I celebrate Mass, I pause at that moment. I keep the sacred host elevated, the sacred chalice elevated. Again, because it's a time when we can have a conversation with the Lord. We've asked that our souls be healed. But specifically, where do we need healing? What areas of our life are broken? What areas of our life, where, where are we struggling? Where do I need the healing grace, the power of Jesus in my life? And that is an occasion for us to communicate that to the Lord, but also to allow the Lord to communicate to us, to speak to us at that moment and remind us of how much he does indeed love us. If you read 
a few verses past where we stopped at Mass today in John's Gospel. It's recorded that two of the disciples of John the Baptist saw Jesus and followed after him. And the Lord stops, turns, and looks at them and asks, what do you want? Or a different translation is, what do you seek? And so that, that question is also communicated to us by the Lord. When I attend Mass, when I go into my time of personal prayer each day, what am I seeking? What am I looking for in my desire to encounter Jesus? Jesus allows himself to be known allows himself to be seen, allows himself to be loved. Behold the Lamb of God, John the Baptist says, who takes away the sins of the world. And Jesus desires to know, to love, and to see us. And again, if more of our contemporaries would just appreciate that, would accept that truth into their life as we desire to accept it into our own life, we would, of course, be living in a much different world. So what do I seek? What do I want? We want to say today, in imitation of St. John the Baptist, Behold the Lamb of God, and point him to others who also need to have an encounter and an experience with him. Behold the Lamb of God, we say. Have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. Grant us peace and heal our souls. So let us pray. So Lord Jesus, we do thank you for the gift of this day. We thank you, Jesus, for the gift of each person watching or listening to this podcast. Lord, we do come before you just as we are. You know, Lord, you know all the stuff that's going on in our life. You know all the areas, Lord, where we struggle. But also the areas, Lord Jesus, where we rejoice because you have indeed come into our life and you are indeed at work, Lord. And so, Lord Jesus, we want to give you continued permission to move in a powerful way in each of our lives. We do say, in imitation of John the Baptist, have mercy on us, have mercy on us, grant us peace, heal our souls, Lord. And we have confidence, Lord, that you are indeed at work and are doing that. We repent, Lord, of any way in which we have put up obstacles to what you want to do in our life. Help us to genuinely and truly, sincerely say, here we are, Lord. We have come to do your will. We pray, Lord Jesus, for members of our families, friends, fellow students, co-workers, who are in need of an encounter with you, Jesus. We pray that you would, Lord, empower us in word and action so that we can bring as many souls as possible to an encounter, a life-giving freedom encounter with you, Lord Jesus. Mother Mary, please pray for us. St. Joseph, please pray for us. All of our angels and saints, patron saints, Pray for us. Bring us always closer, Jesus.
to your sacred heart that beats in union with the heart of God the Father in the power of the Holy Spirit, you who are alive, Emmanuel, God who is always with us, now and forever. Amen. Okay, well, there you go. God bless the rest of your day there. Thank you very much again for joining me. Welcome those of you who are newly subscribed to this channel. If you're not subscribed yet, just press that subscribe button and Bob's your uncle and welcome to the Sippin' on the Sabbath family. In the meantime, stay caffeinated and remember that when we're powerless, that's when we're strong and victory is indeed gained through surrender. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.